You're listening to a podcast from BJSM. Hi, thanks for listening to this BJSM podcast, which we're recording at the UK SEM conference. I'm with Lars Engerbretson, who's made a tremendous difference to sports medicine in many ways over his career. But today we're focusing on his role as the head of sports medicine and science at the IOC. Lars, Lars, great to talk. And how's it been? You've had four years at the IOC now. Uh, that's a difficult question, actually. Um, you know, I was coming from a background of a hospital, university, and very much academic, and also as a practical physician for Norwegian athletes, actually. Then all of a sudden, I was to become a neutral uh, doctor and help all the countries beat Norway. Uh, but from but to be serious, um, I came to a situation where there had been no very little money spent on research uh, from the IOC. Uh, and my goal was to uh, have them put more um, funding, I should say, into uh, sports medicine science, sports medicine research. And I was lucky to have Chakroga as the president of the IOC because he uh, has made it one of his major accomplishments, actually, to uh, put protection of the health of the athlete on the top of his agenda. So he has made a big difference uh, in the fact that he is the one that decides, bottom line, who, where the money is spent. And in addition to that, the um, chairman of the medical commission, Arne Jungquist, professor, former dean at the Karolinska Hospital in Stockholm, um, has played a major role. It's very interesting because he used to be um, an anti-doping guy, actually. And uh, for those of you who have read his uh, uh, book about his life, you will understand all the things that he has done in anti-doping. But uh, after he became 75, he has actually turned into a, uh, a sports injury prevention guy. And he's been the main supporter for me and for our group uh, in developing uh, new areas for the IOC. So one really concrete piece of evidence for clinicians is that they benefit from BJSM issues for injury prevention and health promotion issues a year. Have you enjoyed putting those together? I think that's been a major factor in the... Uh, making the IOC uh, make a difference in the community of sports science, sports uh, medicine. Um, previously, uh, first of all, it was difficult to publish uh, prevention work in the sports literature. And now um, I think most people involved in this area know that uh, they can easily, uh, or not easily, but they have a potential uh, area where they can publish it. And they know that their uh, papers will be treated fairly and we, you know, even solicit some people to come with their research. And I think that represent, represents a bottom line of our work in the IOC. If it wasn't for BJSM, um, it would not have been the same. It would be diff more difficult. We need to have a, um, an, an area that we can use for... Uh, telling the, the, the scientific community what we're doing. Lars, you've pulled together groups of people to Lausanne for certain hot topic meetings, and I think that's been a great innovation. 
I did, but I think that uh, the one lately, the most important one has been the uh, periodic health exam one, which is a little bit controversial uh, because uh, more and more um, the different federations of the world in sports are saying that the athletes have to be screened before they can participate, for example, in the FIFA World Cup. And uh, there is a push towards the IOC to do the same thing for uh, Olympians uh, coming to London now this summer, having to have uh, gone through a screening on all kinds of areas. And uh, this then is supposed to make it safer for the athlete to uh, participate. Uh, we did this consensus meeting uh, with a lot of experts, 20 experts from around the world. And what was clear was that uh, there isn't that much science on uh, uh, screening of athletes. There is no clear-cut uh, answer to how can we prevent uh, high-level athletes from dying on the playing field. For example, just to you know, do the, go to the extreme. So um, I think what that consensus meeting did, we uh, published this in several journals around the world. It told us what the current knowledge is, uh, which is uh, some. But it also told us that there is a need for much more, I would say, concrete uh, knowledge on the use of the screening methods we have. So I think that's, that is a very important one. Next week, actually, we're running one uh, in Lausanne on high-level sports under extreme conditions. And the reason for that is that we've had uh, some unfortunate uh, accidents, death, actually in uh, several sports uh, under really cold water or very bad weather and things like that or altitude issues so uh, we have uh, we're bringing in about 20 experts from around the world again and we will do this for three days debate discuss and then uh, write a statement that will uh, then um, be seen in bjsm uh, sometime next year lars I think the innovation of having IOC centers of excellence in sports medicine and prevention of injuries is great. Yeah, this was something I had on my mind for a long time before I started there, actually. And uh, luckily, Shakrog uh, agreed with me. And uh, now we are in the third year. We picked uh, four centers around the world. It happened to be four continents. Uh, we had a lot of applicants. And uh, these centers uh, are given uh, research money from the IOC every year. And they are spending that money on various aspects of uh, prevention, prevention research, not only in musculoskeletal, but uh, primarily in that area. And tell us where they are. They are in uh, Calgary, uh, in uh, Cape Town, in Melbourne, and in Oslo. And uh, they have uh, probably now some of the premier researchers in this field. And every year, once a year, we meet and we have uh, discussions and then we uh, communicate quite a bit uh, on uh, all the medias around the year. It's very, I think it's been a very big success. It certainly made a huge difference to injury prevention. And on injury prevention, just to finish up with a couple of quick ones, the conferences on injury prevention have been tremendous. And tell our listeners about your thoughts on Monaco and what might be the future for an injury prevention congress. Yeah, the, the plan is to have this every third or fourth year. Um, it is strongly supported by the IOC. Uh, and without this, it would be, uh, I think, difficult. 
this next conference, uh, we actually have uh, candidates from uh, all continents almost, uh, and many of them want to hold it in their uh, country. Um, we are uh, we put out tenders, so we will make a decision on this in uh, very early in January, probably 2012, for the meeting in 2014 or 2015. And I believe that this is a um, one of the most important things that we are doing because we get all the researchers together, um, all the prevention people are coming to this meeting, and it seems to be very popular. And uh, certainly, the IOC is planning to do this uh, for the years to come. And I'm conscious you do have commitments to at UKCM, but Lars, for the athlete on the ground, are things safer for them now for injury prevention than five, ten years ago? And what are examples of that? I think it is. Uh, I think it's uh, safer, for example, on the concussion area. We have uh, rules uh, based on evidence-based uh, medicine. Uh, not perfect, but we're getting much better. You can see that in uh, hockey and uh, American football, Australian football, so forth. I think we uh, have uh, much more knowledge on um, uh, skiing injuries, serious skiing injuries, uh, team handball injuries, where we actually have reduced the number of injuries by about 50% through some of the research that some of these groups have done. So definitely we have uh, made big strides. And uh, if we continue to do so, uh, hopefully there will be less work for me as an orthopedic surgeon. And knee injuries and ankle injuries? Uh, I would say it's about the same. You know, knee injuries, we've shown that uh, we have actually reduced them by 50%. Um, ankle injuries was done before we got started, actually. Uh, but uh, this last uh, two years, there's been some studies showing that a more aggressive approach to injury prevention there as well has been very effective. Thanks, Lars. We'll let you go, and uh, thanks for your great work at the IOC, and we look forward to seeing you soon. Thank you. For more information about this program and other BMJ Group podcasts, please visit bmj.com.